0: Hey, today on episode 434, we're doing something different on I Am Salt Lake podcast, something that we haven't done for a while. I know so many of you, you guys come here week after week. You want to hear some awesome stories of people here in Salt Lake City. A lot of times we overlook the stories of the hosts of the show, mine and, and Chrissy's uh, story. So, on this episode, is a one on one conversation. That I had with Chrissy, my co-host, my wife as well, uh, trying to get to know her a little bit better and find out more about her story. And we get a chat about everything from childhood memories to her beginning days of podcasting. Hey, this is a fun one. We're going to get into it here shortly. Hey, before we get into that conversation, we should introduce ourselves though, of course. We're the hosts of the show. My name is Chris Hollifield,
1: And my name's Chrissy Hollifield. If this is your first time listening to this podcast, you might be asking yourself what it's all about. Well, like Chris said, this podcast is all about showcasing awesome people in Salt Lake City, Utah. We try to talk to people from all industries all over and get to know their story to to find out what makes up Salt Lake today. And uh, since we're all kind of like stuck at home right now, we thought it would be fun to talk to ourselves. We live in Salt Lake City.
0: You know, we are truly lucky, Chrissy, to have some amazing sponsors for this podcast And then even more lucky to have listeners of the podcast that want to support us, so they go out and support our sponsors. Like today, this episode of the podcast is sponsored by the Salt Lake Barber Company. Hey, Salt Lake Barber Company, they're located at 10 East 800 South, right on the corner of 8th and Main there. They're open. They're back giving haircuts. They've been open for about a week or so. They are a true community barbershop. They focus on providing the best work environment possible and allowing barbers to always provide the highest quality experience while in the chair. The Salt Lake Barber Company, they offer haircuts, beard trims, straight razor shaves. You can book your appointment at saltlakebarberco.com This is so you can get a guaranteed appointment. Again, saltlakebarberco.com. And I would recommend getting on there and scheduling an appointment. I just scheduled an appointment. It's like three weeks out. They're so booked up from being closed for for a few weeks during the lockdown. Again, their website, saltlakebarberco.com. Go check them out. Go grab yourself a haircut, a beard trim, a straight razor shave. Many thanks to Salt Lake Barber Company for sponsoring this episode of the podcast. I want you to sit back now. I want you to relax. Let's get into the conversation that I had with Chrissy when we got the opportunity to get to know her a little bit better. Find out a little bit more of her story. I think you learned some new things. I did. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. Enjoy the conversation. So I knew I was going to sit down with you. Obviously, we planned that, hey, let's do a do a conversation with you again. Right. Right. So I kind of – I did some different uh, – I, I collected some fun facts, some statistics.
1: This is scary because you know too much about me.
0: No, 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 no. These are things about the podcast. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Because I figured – we have a lot of new listeners, right? And they, they don't know a lot about you. They don't know maybe when you came into the podcast that you haven't always been co-hosting the podcast. True. That you and I, we, you know, we've only been married. We actually just barely celebrated our three-year wedding anniversary this past Wednesday. Yeah. there. We've, we've been through a lot. We've been through a lot, but we've been together a short time. So that's yes. why I thought it would be fun to pick up where we left off because the very first time you were on the podcast- if you want to go back and listen to this episode, uh, if you haven't yet, episode 205, it was recorded jan- or, well, it was published January 16th, 2016.
1: Yes. So that was
0: almost, what, five years ago? Yeah. Well, no, 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 yeah. four years ago. And that is under the name Chrissy Shelley, which was your maiden name.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Obviously, before you and I got married. But at that time, Nobody even knew we were dating.
1: Yeah, we had been dating for like a month, a little over a month.
0: I think maybe not even that, Chrissy.
1: Yeah. I don't even know. We officially went out on your birthday,
0: December 6th. That's that's true. 2015 was kind of our first little date, I guess. And then I was like, well, I've always wanted to interview you because you used to do stand-up comedy.
1: Yeah, and I was really mad that you never asked. Until we dated. <laughs> I, it, it, okay, mad's a strong word.
0: You were an easy get.
1: I was curious. Yeah, I, w- I
0: was an easy person to talk to at that point, for sure. But it was funny because I got some text messages after that interview and people could tell there was some flirting going on.
1: Yeah, I didn't hide it very well, did I? <laughs> I'm not going to hide it very well now either. So,
0: So between all of the podcasts that we've done, together between all the shows and between I am Salt Lake and between the other podcasts that we've done. I want you to take a guess. How many, how many episodes do you think we've recorded all together? Holy
1: cow. Does this include episodes that, well, not like it's that big of a number, but episodes that we did for fun, but never
0: released? I was just kind of adding Mm. up ones we've Mm. released.
1: Okay. That makes sense. Okay. Okay. Let me think. I want to say 300.
0: Boom. Right on the money. Yeah, very really close did. to very close to three hundred episodes. No way! Uh, and the fact that we're married and still married after three hundred episodes, still married after <laughs> three hundred episodes, and we have four kids.
1: Yeah, it's
0: impressive. So
1: I gotta say, we're pretty awesome.
0: We we stick through this podcasting thing. You know, the funny thing is, we always talk about doing these type of podcasts, just you and I,
1: uh huh, because it's fun.
0: But we never do it. That's true. So that's why this week I was like, Chrissy, this is perfect during uh, this whole pandemic because we're not bringing people into the home here. I was like, why don't we do a follow up with you? And then maybe we can do a follow up with me.
1: I love it. And I'll be honest with you. And you already know this about me, Chris, but I definitely have been avoiding this for a long time because I don't like to talk about myself. I like other people to talk about themselves.
0: Well, so, and that's why I think we're unfair to our listeners, because our listeners want to get to know us. They want to know us. And I don't think, you know, I I don't feel we share enough about ourselves. We don't talk enough about ourselves in the episode. So let's make this about you, Chrissy, because you are <laughs> Salt Lake. If it wasn't for you. Hey, you made this podcast what it is. Honest to God.
1: Well, thanks. that is one
0: thing. OK, so I remember when I asked you to co-host this podcast with me, you were really, really nervous. Okay? Yeah,
1: I definitely was hesitant. Uh,
0: you, you didn't want to step on my toes. Mm hmm. Are you still nervous to co-host with me today? Do you know, to? I'm not anymore.
1: I'm not anymore. I'm nervous to kind of like be myself on the show because it's a little bit more professional of a show than I would do if it was just up to me. Right.
0: So what would you do? Like I don't know. fart on the microphone? Or I something? might
1: sound effects or sound effects are excellent. <laughs> do we have a wah, wah, wah?
0: I, I, we should have some sound effects. <laughs> I don't I don't know what happened there, but. no. Uh, oh.
1: but anyway, no, I mean, I think it's. It's really cool. I love it. I love talking to people. And now I'm very comfortable co-hosting with you. But it is really hard when you meet someone who has done such an amazing job with something and you don't want to rock that boat. You don't want to, you know, you created a certain chemistry on your own with the show. And I was very afraid to come in and change that chemistry.
0: A lot of people don't even know you did the website. You did the logos. You made the podcast design.
1: That's the That's like, I can't say fun part because this is fun, but that's the easy part. You know, that's the part where I can really sit and just dig in and get lost in the design and the website. I I
0: think you like that. I think you like to kind of be behind the scenes a little bit. Yeah. Weird. So the very first episode that you co-hosted with me was episode 232 with Megan Nick from Three Pines Coffee. I remember that one. We were, That was when we were recording over at John Farmer's. That's right. Studio. Over and
1: there. since then, I've actually walked to Three Pines Coffee many times for coffee while I'm at work.
0: Well, so it's well, always well, like a do, nice little visit. What, what do you get there?
1: You know, I usually just get a latte. OK. Pretty boring.
0: Do you see Meg over there?
1: No, I don't. Meg
0: or uh, But maybe
1: Nick? one day. Maybe one day I'll run into them.
0: No, so I just thought it'd be fun to a few of those facts, right? Yeah. And then, then, like I mentioned, our three-year wedding anniversary was just this last Wednesday. uh, And so I figured this would be the perfect week to do this with you. Uh, Yeah. I don't want to get a lot into your roots, into where you grew up. We've Uh, done that before. You grew up in Oconomowoc, Wisconsin.
1: I'm proud of you. Not many people can say that.
0: What was special about the place that you grew up?
1: Oh, man. Honestly, the lakes. The, the, the town I grew up in was more lakes than land. It was like strips of land on top of lakes, and it was just gorgeous.
0: So I would say the lakes. You know, I ask a lot of people that come on here. I mean, you, well, you've asked them as well. You know, what did your childhood smell like? Oh, Do you man, have childhood man. smells, favorite yes. smells from a childhood?
1: My childhood smells are um, hay, manure, and seafood. Which sounds like a weird combination—hay
0: <laughs> and manure. I <laughs> so don't know. Every, where every that...
1: summer, every summer we would go visit my uncle's farm. He's a dairy farmer. Okay, and we would work on the farm. So I would help feed the cows and milk the cows and all that stuff. So that and we would go play in the in the hay bales. So that was kind of like the really fun part of my childhood. And then we would go up to Prince Edward Island and go on the Anne Green Gables tours and everything. But we always, I mean. You're in an island, so it's seafood everywhere all the time, like unlimited muscles. So I always, you know, those are the smells that made me happy as a child. Ooh, and cotton candy.
0: Very cool. Very cool. Obviously, if you want to hear more about your childhood, go back to that other episode. Uh, but I do want to mention, because you did another podcast before yes. you even, you and I even dated.
1: Right. Before we officially crossed paths.
0: And I wanted to reiterate that to our listeners that uh you're I'm an, a self-made woman you're a bit of an og <laughs> when it comes to podcasting chrissy i don't care what you yeah. say i don't no, care what you say
1: that's true i definitely started before i was really comfortable with the platform or even knew what it was you know what i mean you've
0: been doing this show with me for at least three years now yeah, haven't you i think so and then you were I, doing I that so, four years so you've been doing podcasting like six years six yeah. seven years maybe yeah that's true yeah, I have weird, huh? What do you like about podcasting? What do, you, what do you like about this? Are you afraid I'm going to beat you up if you don't come and do it with me?
1: <laughs> it's definitely the domestic violence. Mm-hmm. No, I don't know. You know, I think it's um I like getting ideas out. I like sharing ideas. And it feels like podcasting is this amazing platform where you're opening up and you're a, like your other people are sounding boards and you can share ideas. And it, there's no judgment. Is that weird? Like in podcasting, I feel like the judgment level is very low.
0: You don't think there's any judgment?
1: Well, no. Okay. Listeners and other podcasts say
0: like listeners, like a
1: lot of dicks out
0: there for sure. Always love it. Oh, that guest that you had on was a piece of shit. Oh
1: no, for sure. We definitely get our share of hate mail. Right. (sighs) But, (laughs) But what I'm saying is like when you're in a room with someone, there's something magical about recording a conversation where you feel safe. You know, it feels very intimate. And. I don't know. It just feels like you can really open up and share.
0: That's one of my favorite things about doing interviews in person, though.
1: Yeah. Versus oh,
0: ha- doing them uh, like we're doing them via the Squadcast or via the phone.
1: It's just not. It's really OK. And, and I just want to say this yeah. right now. It's very hard for me personally to do them. Uh, electronically.
0: It, it I is. I do not. It
1: it's, I just, it's so hard to connect when you don't have that person's energy I, in the room.
0: I just don't, our current recording place, I just don't know how we would do it with everything. You I know. know. Cause it's, we'll it's, it's, it it's a small room. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you know, my first thought is, Oh yeah, we can just bring them back in, you know, just don't shake their hand or hug them. But then I start looking at our podcast room and I'm like, you know, people are already nervous when they come over here.
1: Right. And we're talking at each other.
0: At, talking at them. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And you can't wear face masks when you record. Otherwise, you'll sound muffled.
1: Yep. So, yep. I mean. It's kind of a limited option thing right now.
0: I really don't know what we're going to do, guys. I mean, yeah. if you guys have any ideas, let us know for, for recording. But we don't need to get into all that. Um, Holographics. Holographics. <laughs> This episode of the podcast is sponsored by Momentum Electric, which you can find online at MomentumElectricSLC.com. Momentum Electric is your local Salt Lake City electrical company with over 10 years of experience from Kevin and his team. At Momentum, you can always trust their employees in the work that they do. Let's talk about some of the services that they offer. Maybe you need to add some wall outlets in your home. Well, Momentum Electric can do that for you. Maybe you want to change out or add some can lighting. They can do that. Maybe you want to change out devices. Well, Momentum Electric can do that for you. Maybe you want to change out your electrical panel and service equipment at your house. They can do that. Did you get yourself one of those Teslas, one of those beautiful electric vehicles, and now you need to install an EV charger? You don't know what to do? Call Momentum Electric. They can help you with that. If it has to do with electrical, chances are Momentum Electric can help you out. Momentum believes in following the National Electric Code and doing the finest work to make your home more beautiful and more efficient. Momentum Electric has fair pricing and they'll never try and sell you on something that you don't need or doesn't work for your situation. They're going to always listen to your needs and help you solve your issues in the best way possible. Momentum will always treat you with the utmost respect because they want to create a lifelong relationship with you. Their website, MomentumElectricSLC.com, but better yet, guys, I'm going to give you Kevin's phone number because I want you to call him up. 801-580-2430. That way, he can give you an estimate for your job and kind of tell you what it would be like to work with him. Again, That website, MomentumElectricSLC.com, or just give Kevin a call, 801-580-2430. And many thanks to Momentum Electric for sponsoring this episode of the podcast. Yeah, podcasting, that was one of the the reasons I fell in love with you, is because your love of podcasting. Six months after, you know, we start dating, we go to Chicago to a podcast conference. We don't need to get into all of Mm -hmm. that.
1: But that's why I fell in love with you too, and it wasn't specifically podcasting. It was the fact that you are constantly creating in your mind. You're constantly thinking forward, and you're you're generating ideas. Like you're an ideas man, oh, I and got so I many love ideas. being around that because I like executing ideas. It's like my favorite thing.
0: But you still love doing. I am Salt Lake. With I do.
1: Me? I think it's a blast.
0: Would you tell me if you didn't want to do it?
1: Probably. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. I would think so. Uh, you have a birthday coming up.
1: I do. I'm going to be 38.
0: June 9th, right? Uh-huh. Okay. June 9th.
1: Okay. I'm, I'm really glad you know that after three years <sighs> of marriage. That's solid.
0: What do you want to do for your birthday?
1: Probably be in quarantine.
0: Well, that's no but fun.
1: But now I know what do... You know what? Okay. If it was like... If I had like my dream birthday, mm-hmm. I would drive down to Arizona and, fly, and find the Bedrock... It's like Bedrock City or it's the Flintstones... Um, Oh, Theme park that's abandoned. It's like a ghost town.
0: There must over- be a couple of them, because isn't there one out in like South Dakota too?
1: I think that you know what I think there might be, but the like a severely abandoned one since like I don't know the nineties, eighties, nineties.
0: Just like off to the side of the road, or yeah, because it's
1: kind of in the middle of nowhere. Okay, and so it couldn't like get enough traffic to stay alive. But it's the coolest theme park, and I just want to wander through all the little homes. And well,
0: where did you even hear about this?
1: Oh, I uh, um clickbait <laughs> true. <laughs> like, oh you don't even know the rabbit holes clickbait takes me down it's fantastic clickbait what I is like found, clickbait
0: like was it just like in a facebook feed or something
1: yeah it's like you know how someone shares an article and you read the article and then at the bottom there's like 20
0: more so you're one of the people that actually scroll oh, to the bottom dude, and start clicking on Wow, so it does 120%, pay and
1: 20 like all the time you know okay. no 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 i'm the one that Right clicks on every article and opens it up in a new tab. So I don't accidentally forget to read one of the
0: articles. That's smart. That's a good idea. It it
1: works. It works. But there's that. And there is an abandoned Wizard of Oz theme park in somewhere else. Those two things. I would love to just go wander them.
0: Okay. For my birthday. I like your ideas. Thanks. Thanks. You do work downtown. A lot of people... I'm trying to bring up things that maybe people don't know about you, Chris.
1: Yeah, 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 I do. Uh,
0: so you work downtown. Mm-hmm. You do have a day job. You don't just do this podcast full time yeah. with me like a lot of people not, think. We're,
1: we're not Joe Rogan. Yeah, we're not we're, Joe
0: Rogan. <laughs> um, how do you like working downtown?
1: Oh my gosh, I love it so, so much. My desk is... We're I'm in an old historic building. And my desk has a beautiful view of the Boston building in downtown Salt Lake City. And it's just, oh, it's just heaven to sit there every day and just stare at the beautiful city right on Broadway. Gorgeous. I miss it so much because I'm working at home now.
0: Yeah. You've been working at home since like the end of March.
1: I think so. Right. And uh,
0: because of the pandemic, we're we're recording this during uh, 2020 pandemic. Mm If you're listening to this 10 years down the road or something, you're wondering when this was recorded. Once upon a time. How has it been working from home?
1: You know, um, it was a very difficult adjustment, and I think it was for most people, uh, simply because I'm getting in your way during the day, right? Like, you have your routine, the kids know what's going You know, like, everybody has their routine, and then also... Well, we yes
0: look- and no, though, because... I'm here. The older kids came home from school. That's true. That's not normal for them either.
1: True, but, you know, with them, we have summers at least, right? Usually, I'm, like, always gone, but... It's been
0: really, really nice. It took I'm us a really while to adjust, but we're finally adjusting.
1: Yeah. Once, f- once we went through the period where we're like, okay, you stay over here. I'll stay over here. Let's visit it. Th- you know what I mean? Like we figured out our groove.
0: And it was hard. Like Lucy always wanted to go down there f- at first. And I think she got used to you being here.
1: Yeah. She's definitely afraid I'm going to leave again.
0: It's hard. Yeah. I'm, a f- I'm really worried about Lucy. Yeah. When you go back, I'm a little nervous,
1: but I think she'll adapt really fast.
0: Because what did they say? You go back July?
1: possibly the beginning of July at the earliest.
0: Oh, they might even put you into August, huh?
1: Yeah. You never know. That's smart. I mean, I think Amazon employees are working till like August or September from home. Yeah. I mean like the Amazon developers and designers and stuff.
0: You know how we normally ask at the end of the show, favorite local eating spots. Yes. Instead of favorite local eating spots, since we're talking about you working downtown, I know, I know, because I see them come through sometimes. <laughs> you that get you,
1: receipts in the email. I get,
0: I get receipts in the email that I know you like to eat out down there. Yeah. What I what do. are some good spots that people can check out downtown?
1: Okay. There is a spot in the same building as me right around the corner called Plaiku. And I don't know how to spell Pleiku. it off the top of my head. It's a Vietnamese restaurant. And their pho is incredible. I always when I'm not feeling great, love to get the bone marrow pho. Okay. And, uh, they actually give you the bone and you can scrape out the marrow and eat it. And then the other half of the marrow from the bone is in the broth. And it's just, it just makes you feel good. So I love Pleiku. I it, uh, I it, I ito, I eat ito sushi a lot too.
0: And where is that at?
1: It's like, uh, 10 West Broadway. It's in my building. It's like, I go down the elevator and walk around to the other door. And it, it's, it's a fun place. I love it. I love the food. I don't really. Branch out a whole lot because I like to walk everywhere. Uh, Rich's Burgers. If you oh, want a good burger, man. go over to Rich's. Rich's Burgers. I'm trying to think of all the our go-tos, but those are kind of like my three You don't favorite. go over to Spitz very much over there? You know, I don't, and I need to. And Toaster's is good, too, but I don't go there very... Oh, Broadway Deli. Now you got me started. Broadway Deli is fantastic. It's a small place. The service is difficult, but the food is amazing.
0: I don't even wear... I don't even know if I've ever seen Broadway yeah, Deli. I
1: think it's by the, you know, the film. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, oh, like, okay. it's like in that I know. building. Okay. I know. Yeah.
0: I know what you're talking about. It's now. really cool. We'll have to go sometime. And you're a UX designer. I think I said that a few minutes ago, that that's what you do. No, maybe not. That You maybe just have not. a day job. So you're a UX right. designer. I'm trying to, again, I'm a desk monkey. Talk about you're a UX designer. <laughs> what is it that you do? Why did you decide to get into this line of work?
1: Okay, I am so afraid I'm going to bore people so preemptively. No, you're not going to bore Hopefully, it. I don't. We're, we wanted to get to know okay. you, Chrissy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, I'm going to start from the very beginning, actually. Okay. When I was like eight or nine, my parents got a Windows 95 machine and a desktop publisher, if you guys remember that program. So, I was making birthday cards and birthday signs and banners and printing them out on my dot matrix printer and going door to door in my neighborhood selling my designs to people. And so it kind of just progressed over time. I went into desktop publishing in high school and marketing and just got into all this stuff. And then when I was 16, I actually went and got a job programming at a web development firm. So uh, I started as a programmer because they're like, "Mm, you don't have enough design experience. And I had to kind of like earn my way into the industry. But there was never such thing as UX design. Like it didn't exist. And so back then, people would be like, well, what's your specialty? What do you like to do? And my only answer was, I like business and layout design. And that sounds weird. Like, that's a weird thing to say. But after I went to college and started working as a web designer, the user experience, user interface industry started to come up. Come you alive know? And yeah, So start. It's, yeah, it became a toddler, right? And now it's in its adolescence. And um w- once I discovered that it was an actual thing, I was like, I just was sold. I was like, this is the thing that I love with all my heart and I want to make user experiences for people like that's it. And, you know, I just kind of I fell so in love with it that it was easy for me to keep doing it. What
0: did you fall in love with?
1: Honestly, the psychology of taking something that should be simple, but is difficult and trying to make it simple.
0: I've always been curious about this, Uh Chrissy. How do you keep up on fresh designs and fresh ideas? Because you're it's always having to hard. create because the thing is, is not only do you have your day job, mm-hmm. but you have a couple of side gigs. Right. Doing UX related type things. So you're yeah. not you're working a lot of hours with I'm that. working
1: a lot. And it's not like, oh, and I'm it, gonna make and this it's one page Three really different types
0: of companies.
1: Right. Right. So I mean, I can even like one of you know, one of them's like a veterinary yeah. uh, uh, medical, what is it called? X ray machine yeah. uh, manufacturer, and I help them out. And then uh, I'm also helping out a, a podcast hosting company, redesign their interface, and then my day job, which is uh, an accounting platform. And it's, it, But the thing is, I actually prefer to have different projects to work on because I can pull inspiration from one project that you wouldn't think would have any connection to another one. And, and I feel like it helps me be more creative and think of more ideas to be able to juggle different types of
0: platforms.
1: Does that make sense?
0: Not really. Okay. No, it does. It's
1: like it does it's like having a, a different creative outlet.
0: It does to a degree, and I yeah. get it. It's like mm-hmm. it's like um, maybe if you ride a skateboard and play the guitar, they're both creative outlets, but totally. a, little a little different, using different parts of the brain.
1: Exactly. But but and you you can verify this, Chris. It makes me completely psychotic. What does <laughs> being a UX designer? You know, if we're watching Hulu or Netflix or something, I'll be like, oh man, that search should be over here, and this should be, you know, and I'll start judging designs instead of enjoying what we're doing. That's my, that's the one downfall.
0: But one thing I like or that I admire about what you do is I could tell you are passionate about it because you get into it. Yeah. That's a problem. You are like head on. I'll, (laughs) I'll be trying to get your attention. And sometimes you don't even hear me. That's true. And that's like, that's a lot of people don't have that, especially with their job, let alone a hobby.
1: That is so true. I am really, really lucky because I always wanted to be an artist, right? And I'm not. Like, I'm I'm not an artist.
0: You are to a degree, to
1: though. A, to an extent, I guess. I, I love art and I appreciate people's creativity, but, you know, I'm more of a, what's the word? I'm more of like a bridge between art and functionality as opposed to doing something that's beautiful that people want to look at. So I'm glad that I love it. It makes me depressed that I'm not super talented as an actual artist, but that's okay.
0: You haven't given it a chance since I've known you. I bought you paint stuff for I Christmas know. and you haven't even painted with it. You're yet.
1: right. Cause I'm too scared. I'm too scared that I'm going to suck. So I won't do it. What are you scared of? You don't even have Does to it? show
0: anybody Chrissy. I know
1: that's true. That's a really good point. Just paint them. Yeah. And then yeah.
0: show Lucy. You know what she it won't is? tell anybody.
1: <laughs> She'll probably carry it and sleep with it and everything. Yeah, that's true. Uh, no, I, I think the biggest problem is that when you love your job, job, When you start to do something as a hobby or something to just like express yourself, I start to feel um, guilty that I'm not applying that passion to stuff that I need to do anyway. Is that weird?
0: No, but I could see it. You need to get that out of your brain.
1: Oh, for sure. You know, that's something that you
0: need to realize. I Got to get rid of this, you know.
1: We all know I have a guilt complex. Yeah. Yeah, you do. Yeah.
0: (laughs) It's great. But you know what I love about you? You always have a smile on your face.
1: Oh, you, you nice, always baby. seem
0: happy. I don't know.
1: Hey, that's good. I like to always imagine I'm happy. That sounds terrible. I am happy. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by the Salt Lake City Dreadlock Shop. The Salt Lake City Dreadlock Shop's mission is to make Utah cool one dreadlock at a time while offering a clean, affordable, and professional experience filled with love and understanding, which I, Chrissy, can personally vouch for. Earlier this year, I went to Salt Lake City Dreadlock Shop to get my dreadlocks, and oh my gosh, I love them more every day. These guys are amazing, and one of my favorite things about them is that they're always there to help you. They're always there to answer questions, no question is too dumb because I know if you're like me and you've always wanted to tr- get dreadlocks, you don't know you don't know anything about it. You don't know what kind of uh, preparation to do or maintenance when to have them. And these guys will always be there for you if you need to reach out and get advice or have questions. And if you'd like to get a free consultation just to know, you know, see what it's about, get in touch with them, you can just text them a picture of your hair to 801-824-8298. Include what you're looking for, include your name, and just wait for a response, and they will text you back as soon as they possibly can. They are absolutely incredible. So remember, text them, 801-824-8298, or, you know, check out their website, slcdreads.com, or follow them on all the social meds. And thank you so much, Salt Lake City Dreadlock Shop, for sponsoring this episode of the podcast.
0: What job do you think you would be terrible at? Oh my gosh. If you went a completely different direction here. Oh my gosh, what a
1: good question. Like, What what
0: job do you think you would just be terrible at?
1: Also, I just did a cardinal sin of podcasting and I said, what a great question, but it really was. (laughs) So, uh, oh, a a job I would be terrible at. Oh my gosh. I would be, and see, since I'm in a, a very specific industry, I think I automatically go to the people who I'm grateful for because I would shoot myself if I did what they did. Uh, so I would say product management and scrum master. It's not that I would be terrible at it. It's that I would be very, very angry.
0: What about something completely okay, different than in your industry? Com- that's that you're actually in now? a really good idea.
1: Um, middle school teacher.
0: Middle school. There you go. What, what's the age group in middle school? What
1: is it? That's, it's like, a- that's like what
0: uh, Tava's going into. Uh-huh.
1: uh-huh. Our... Uh- Used to be middle. No, our used to be baby. Now, middle child is going so into like middle a, school. So ooh, this year's going to suck for her. Wow. Yeah.
0: yeah. That's th- that that preteen, early <laughs> oh, teen. Man.
1: It's 12 to 14.
0: Going through it is, puberty. Oh, changes.
1: And anyone can attest middle school is absolutely the worst two years of your life. And I feel so bad because I keep telling her that it's so mean. But yeah, no, I would if I was a middle school teacher, I would have a hard time. I don't have the patience.
0: Who's your favorite author?
1: Oh my gosh, Neil Gaiman. Okay, and why? He is brilliant. And I, you know why I love Neil Gaiman? He actually dives into mythology and he takes, you know, quote unquote, boring old mythology and turns them into very rich, engaging stories for people. And I think that that has attracted people to mythology who wouldn't necessarily go back and read the... The lore. And ever since I was a little kid, I have been obsessed with mythology. So I just love how he can kind of make it a little more magical and, and kind of share it with the masses, whereas it may not have been more uh, as attractive to them
0: in its initial form. How many, how many books has he written? Oh, gosh. Or how many books of his have, do you think you've read? Just oh, a guess. Man. 10, okay, Ooh, 5, 12, do, 20?
1: You know, okay, I have to give a shout out to Brandon Sanderson too oh, because a, i think i've big, read he's a I've big read, listener of he's a huge he's like our best hey, if anybody could fan. connect
0: us with him to get him on this podcast chris would be your <laughs> best friend forever no
1: do you want to know the saddest thing in the world what's that i literally found his website and like Went to his contact form and sent him a message. And I'm like, can I please interview you on my podcast? I love you so much. And I got no response. Why is that pathetic? I don't know. He's a busy guy. He is a busy guy. So anyway. Anyway, but I've I've read more of his books than Neil Gaiman books. So that's, you know, Uh, Neil Gaiman. Oh, man.
0: I'm just curious.
1: It doesn't matter. Yeah, I don't know. Six,
0: maybe. But you you don't read more. You don't read. You listen.
1: Yeah, now I listen. I prefer reading, but when I think we all know when you're an adult in today's world, you just don't have
0: time. You know what, though? Huh. I call BS on that, Chrissy.
1: Mm, but you don't read the way I read. Well, how do you read? So I binge read. It's like, it's Did like. You say a, I, I'm just
0: going to read 10 pages today. Oh, no, 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 no,
1: no, no. No, I can't do that. I have to, like, I So have you would to... rather
0: just not read at all then?
1: Yeah, well, well, yeah. For specific things like I get so involved in story, and this is a a big problem with me. And I know it's a problem with me because like it's a disassociation thing, right? Like I disassociate from reality and I just go into this magical world. And so and I literally—that's if you
0: read a fantasy book, though.
1: But that's like my favorite stuff. That's, that's all I want to read.
0: That's the only. Okay. Of yeah. Course. So you know. So you're not like me, with what I got 10 million self-help books. I
1: love the self-help books. I just, I get so bored so fast. My ADD is a little too intense for me. So it's hard for me to like stick with something that's not extremely creative and engaging, you know? Fair. Yeah. But that's the problem. When I start listening to a new book, I have to listen for a week until like nonstop until I get through it and I know how the ending goes.
0: So you don't even listen to your podcast then? Which podcasts? Well, any podcast. Oh, when I'm like, reading a book, no. So you're just... No. Do you have a podcast that you have to listen to when it comes out? Like the day it comes out, you're like, oh my gosh, yes. there's a podcast?
1: There, There's actually a couple. And that's why we drink. Obviously, I have like the second it comes out and anything Aaron Mankey does. Uh, Cabinet of Curiosities, Obscure, Lore, the stuff that's all fantasy <laughs> and lore. I love
0: it. On that note, what fictional place would you most like to go?
1: Oh, my gosh. Fictional the, I, I
0: figured these would be some good questions for me to ask you to get to I know you. I
1: love this. Okay, okay, okay. I know where I want to go. I want to go to the magical land of Foon.
0: And tell me more <laughs> about this magical <laughs> land of Foon? This
1: is another podcast that I'm obsessed like F-O-O-N? with. F O O N. F O. I think so. F-O-O-N. F-O-O-N. There's a podcast called Hello from the Magic Tavern, and it's a group of improv comedians who get together and... There's a there's a storyline they work off of where they're in a magical land of Foon, which is basically every fantasy book you could ever think of put together, being improvised. So it's insane and it's hilarious. And I would go there.
0: Are you usually early or late?
1: Oh, late. Oh, oh, I'm so late. And I knew oh, I, knew that, I see, knew this already, well, we, but I wanted our this,
0: listeners to know this. We call this. S- <laughs> <laughs> I wanted our listeners to know. I'm the early one.
1: It's never yeah. Chris's fault. No, I live on this um I live on this plane called SST which is Shelley Standard Time and my last name is not Shelley but it still applies cuz it's in my blood. Hey, no, we're I am
0: always late. I wish I'm just such an anxious person, which it surprises me that you're not early because you're an anxious person.
1: I am. I and, guess it's
0: a different type of anxiety.
1: But I do love that about us. Like you and I are both highly anxious, <laughs> but people, we but anxious we're anxious about, about the most random <laughs> things like stuff that makes you anxious confuses me. And stuff that makes me anxious confuses you. And we're just like, I don't understand. But that, it's really great because one of us is calm. You're you know? like, what
0: the hell is he anxious about over there? This one is- of
1: us is jumping through windows and the other one's just chilling on the couch.
0: It's great. So on that note, mm-hmm. what are some small things that usually make your day better?
1: Hugs from you. That's cheesy. It's so cheesy. It's been nice you working and at kisses. home. It's been because so, like literally after I have a really long or stressful meeting or I've you know, working on a project where I'm just feeling really fried, I will come up. I will take a break and come upstairs and just give you a hug. And it just really, really helps. How I love it.
0: How are you handling not hugging a lot of people right now? Or it, are you hugging people without me seeing? like, <laughs> I don't like, well, go Chris, anywhere anymore. Like, Chris isn't around. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, it's really hard.
0: No, but I was—I so, I was i I've was, gonna, I was worrying about you a little bit, I, though. I you know you because were. I'm like, I, I don't know you. Know what she's going to do? I don't know if she's <laughs> going to handle this. Not being able to hug people.
1: You know me more than I know myself. Yeah. Not hugging people when I see them, literally, is—it's like it's almost—it's emotionally and almost
0: physically painful. But how it's do you hold so, yourself back? Because I think. Out of habit. Don't, don't you just want to do it out of habit?
1: I do, but I think the, the, the dark cloud of COVID is so
0: strong that really? it stops me. You really? know, it's like, ooh, Because oh. sometimes I go out and, and I'll, forget. I'll forget. Really? I'll forget where, oh, there, because. I don't I, get out enough. Well, and that's because every time I go out, Nobody wears a mask. Mm-hmm. Nobody, nobody's. Everyone's to, just business as usual. Yeah, and so you kind of forget about it. Yeah, and so you have to put yourself in check every so often. You're like, Whoa. And well, and so that's what I. I don't here's know how thing. you do it.
1: Here's the thing: I have to be honest. I do wear a mask when I go out in public, but I am very self conscious about it. About the mask? Uh huh. Really? Because here's my thing: like self conscious. It's not. I have this whole uh, this this problem where it's like. I love humans and also I hate them because they're the worst, so it's a real problem. But like when I see people, I wanna just be there. I want them to see my expressions. I want to be able to talk to them, you know. I don't I I, there's this old lady that I always visit. (laughs) Well, okay. There's this old lady who checks me out at the liquor store every now
0: and then. Pam down at the liquor store.
1: (laughs) She's like the sweetest old lady. And the last two times I've gone, we both have masks on and she's trying to talk to me. And I and it's so hard because she's trying to talk to me with the mask on. you ever just want to grab behind, her mask? Talk. I wish <laughs> I could. Because she's also behind a plastic barrier. And then I have a mask on. And so the whole time I'm like, what? What? But see, you can see
0: in people's eyes, though, if they're smiling.
1: You could tell. You can't. You can But you can't hear them. The the like, you can't really hear people. I can't hear people out of their
0: eyeballs. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Let's get science see, on that, the
0: Elon Musk See, and I'm not talking to anybody I'm in and out I'm like, boom, I gotta get, like, these are what I gotta get at the store but I don't see, got time to dilly-dally
1: And and here's the thing that will never come out of my blood Is that I was raised in Wisconsin So, you've met Wisconsinites, right? I mean, yeah. we see someone on the sidewalk And we're like, hey, you're my new best friend And then we talk to him for like two hours And then we come home and we tell everyone about our new best friend we met on the sidewalk
0: Would you say that's been the hardest thing for you with this whole like uh, Mm -hmm. self-isolation thing and and, and Corona thing? Uh, uh, Not being able to hug and talk to people as as much as you you normally do.
1: Yeah, yeah, it is. It's just not, I you know, I really, really thrive off of the energy of people. So it's been nice to not be around the negative energy that you can get when you go outside. But I also miss, like, the positive energy and the random stranger smiles, you know? And, like, the the weird, quirky conversations that happen in the middle of nowhere. And, like, that stuff's really, really difficult for me.
0: I mean, because you obviously, like we mentioned, you're an- you, we get anxious. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. both suffer with depression. Right. But you've been doing pretty good. I mean, no, I haven't noticed I... any craziness from you.
1: Dang. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't burnt anything down no. yet. No. I mean, I'm, I yet. think
0: about it, though, right? The fact no. that. We have this many humans living in a house together and virtually we're not really going anywhere. Yeah. I mean, we have a one quick little errand of the grocery store or the, or the bank or something like that. Like every
1: few days if we're lucky. And yeah.
0: uh, But other than that, and we're keeping our spirits up here.
1: You know, it is really, really interesting. And I have to be honest, like, I don't know. I mean, people who have genuine depression can understand. I know that people are like, oh, you're just sad. And le- the thing is, I'm very happy. I'm very content. I, I love our life. But I also, my depression has been really bad, but my depression takes form, not in being unhappy, but in being exhausted. Mm. I get very tired. Like I just, oh, you know, and, and I sometimes mental stimulation and seeing random people and having random conversations, it kind of gives me, it trips something in my brain that makes me not do that. That makes me not so depressed or so just worn
0: out. And that's the thing I think. As a society, maybe we just need to shift a little bit, right? Like, I think yeah. we're so used to doing certain things with certain people, and try to think outside the box, like,
1: like have Skype calls with your friends. Well, Skype I calls, even done that.
0: but like, why not? You can go to people's houses, just don't hug them. I yeah, mean, you yeah, you know I what mean, I mean. Like, well, maybe not even go in the house. Like they say to, to be outside, right? Yeah. Like, I'm just saying. Like, I think that there's ways that we can still be connected without. True. Being on top of people.
1: True. And I know I'm getting into this conversation about this that it. No, we know, don't need to even
0: but, get deep with but it. It's but it's
1: interesting because, like, sometimes I feel like if I want to visit somebody, but I can't hug them or come in their house, I don't even want to visit because it'll make me more depressed than if, you know what I mean? Is that weird?
0: Remember, we need to make one of those shower curtain hug things that we saw on Facebook. Oh my
1: gosh, we totally do. I would stand outside and wait for people to come give me hugs all day.
0: I wonder if you could just like put a poncho on backwards or something and like <laughs> hug somebody, right? Like, it's just like, like, cause it's- Just make sure you don't die. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, you're 20, everybody can hold their breath for 20 seconds. That's 20 true. Second
1: hug. And a 20 second hug is a pretty good hug.
0: Do you ever think about starting another podcast? Honestly, we talk about this. I want to oh, get this yeah. on the microphone. I want to get this. Why you haven't started another <laughs> micro or another right. microphone, another podcast?
1: Well, I'm going to tell you something. I've secretly, I keep hoping that I can revive uh, the totally real podcast that is real. That, to be perfectly honest, was my baby. It was my favorite thing in the world. It was terrible. It was horrible. It was my first podcast. I didn't know what I was doing, but There was something about it, you know, but I can't do it without my co-host and life's busy.
0: You could do the totally real podcast part deuce.
1: Ooh, I like that. (laughs) The totally real podcast that is fake. Oh, but no, I actually have a plan. Okay. To maybe, well, no, oh, but it's going to be anonymous, so I can't talk about it. Okay. I have a plan to do an anonymous podcast with a friend. Okay. That I'll tell you about. Well, I've told you about, but we'll talk about it later. You have?
0: Uh Uh-huh. Maybe you told my alt... My other self, <laughs> my anonymous self.
1: I told the other Chris.
0: So the other Chris, he's crazy like, just,
1: Chris. Just, just, he's like, just put that in the closet. Chris. Don't tell the other Chris. It's no, fine. He's crazy
0: Chris. <laughs> hey, so this is uh, this is a fun question. I've asked it on Facebook, and okay. it's always fun to get the responses. Uh, the responses that I get on this one: What could you give a forty-minute presentation of without any preparation?
1: This is so sad. I'm so boring. Easy UX design.
0: Okay. okay. User,
1: user experience in any form.
0: How long How long of a presentation do you think you could give? I mean, oh you could probably gosh, go for days. I
1: could go for at least hours, at least, because I have very strong opinions. However, I still would want to invite discussion because I do not believe that any one person knows enough to lecture people. I think there should always be an open discussion, no matter what, even if you're Albert Einstein.
0: What hobby would you get into if time and money wasn't an issue?
1: If time and money wasn't an issue, and this is so Utah of me to say, but I would want to be like a Pinterest mom and like make pretty rooms and do all these fancy things around the house and, you know, decorate. Like
0: vinyl stickers on the wall?
1: (laughs) Only if they said mean things, but yeah.
0: Never understood that trend. Never understood the vinyl sticker Yeah, I'm not
1: huge on vinyl stickers on the wall, unless they're sassy. But, like, I just, I don't know, I think it would be so fun to, like, design a toddler room. Maybe interior design. Is okay. that a hobby? I know it's more of a profession,
0: no, but, but I would like could, to do it, it could be as a hobby. A hobby. Yeah. I mean, you could just, yeah. I mean, a hobby can turn into a profession. I mean, I think that's the only true. hobby is like maybe a doctor or a dentist. I mean, that, you really don't want to. <laughs> that's a bad hobby. Don't do it's that. Like, oh, there's Ray down the street. He's, he's a dentist trying to get, he's, he's just doing it out of his garage.
1: <laughs> I know a guy. <laughs> oh, man. oh, that's a
0: solid point. Uh Okay. What, um, what's the best and the worst thing about getting older?
1: Ooh, the best thing is I've been waiting for this my whole life. Waiting for what? To be
0: old. Why?
1: I don't know. I don't know. There's something about it. I I just. I can't say
0: I have ever been waiting for this.
1: Really? Is that weird? I I think uh, a lot of people do. I think I thrive. I don't know. I mean, I already like stuff old people do. So I just want to be there, you know? I want to go play bingo and have some I don't know, whatever old people do time and play
0: chess. And you just don't want to worry about things anymore. Like there's Maybe. that time in the beginning of life, right? Where you don't have any worries, right? Like, could you, if, yeah, if, if yeah, I could yeah. go back, remember, I mean, I don't just really, life is a party. I don't remember how it felt, but I'm sure, the it, worst. I'm sure it felt wonderful to just have no responsibility.
1: Dude, I have beef with that because we should at least be able to retain our happiness, right? Like we had all of those great times. Why can't we remember them?
0: Just like feeling rested, right? Yeah. I I don't I I don't know what it feel. doesn't feel like <laughs> <laughs> not being tired feels like.
1: When you're asleep, you don't it doesn't matter.
0: No, but right. like do you ever wake up feeling refreshed? One hundred percent. Be honest. No. Not I, at all. Like, Is that even a thing? Well that's what I wonder. Or like don't you ever get excited, you're like, oh I'm gonna sleep in tomorrow. Oh Well man, no, you yes. sleep in. But like <laughs> Like I'm all like I want to sleep super late, right? And then it's like seven. It's like a.m. seven
1: a.m. and you're just up and at it. I have it.
0: No idea where. And this I'm sp-
1: sleeping till one, and you're coming in and like turning on the light for a second to see if I'm alive. And I,
0: I don't know where the early morning in me came <sighs> from.
1: I think it's great. I wish I had that. I wish I did. I I like if I would be a night owl
0: all the time. Yeah, you have zero morning routine.
1: Oh my gosh, my morning is a nightmare. Morning is something I stumble through just to stay
0: alive. Why? Have you ever thought about creating a routine and seeing if it helps you at all?
1: Okay, I really have. And there's actually like, there's I get Facebook ads for this all the time. There's like a morning routine diary and it's like dedicated to changing your morning and making it a great time to be alive. And so it's for people like me okay. that we have to get up and do like our morning homework to, I don't know. But the thing is, I look at that and I know, come on, come on. Am I really going to do it?
0: So See, I just don't. And you know this too, mm-hmm. if I don't do my morning routine, it throws a lot of my day off.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah and and that, I mean, it's been very admirable to watch you because I've never had that before. I've never seen someone so structured, you know,
0: because I, I I'm to definitely
1: like a wild person.
0: Yeah, but if I don't do it, like I said, it, it throws my day off. I mean, I yeah. have to learn. I have had to teach myself uh, it is okay to like one day isn't going <laughs> to...
1: Well, you did marry me, but so it, that was kind of a forced revelation. It was for you. hard
0: when the when the lockdown happened and, and my mm-hmm. gym closed, though. And it was like all of a sudden, I'm, what am I going to do? And oh yeah, and I've kind of I've been a slacker.
1: No, uh, you haven't. No, you haven't. You found other ways to exercise. True, I'm so proud of true, you.
0: True, true, but I'm not, I
1: have not done anything. Yeah, uh, Well, Chris gets out and goes on a walk every morning. I'm going to brag for
0: him right now. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. What do you want to be remembered for?
1: Honestly, I just want to remember for being somewhat nice. I want when people think of me to be like, no, oh, she was nice. Yeah, it was a nice girl, man. Yeah, like, like they I to come to your I funeral. Just, oh,
0: she was nice. I don't want to be a horrible person. That's good. That's about all I can ask for. And that's, I think that's a good answer. I think that's a really good answer. Well, thanks. When, <clears throat> let's see if I can phrase this so you understand this question. When do you feel truly alive like do you have an activity or something that you do that just makes you feel alive
1: man i don't do it anymore but stand-up comedy and uh performing i used to do plays i was in the theater in high school which is a big deal but you know there's something about performing and not quite being yourself but being something like projecting into something that it's so energizing and it's so freeing to lose yourself in a character and i think that's that's the biggest thing that, oh oh that and singing singing makes me feel super alive
0: all the time so why aren't you not doing any of this
1: i mean it's kind of, when you're an adult it feels like a waste of time you think yeah how is it a
0: waste of time self care
1: well okay to be fair i do love to drink wine and dance and sing around the kitchen and you and you put up with it so i really appreciate that cuz you're a
0: great singer <laughs>
1: You're a great singer. Well, I know it's silly, but like the nights when I can bake cookies, have a glass of wine, turn on like Michael Jackson or something and just sing as loud as I can or Les Mis or a musical and just just lose myself in it. That is when I feel the most alive. I love it. Yeah, it's so great. I love it, too.
0: I've had such a good time sitting here and talking with you, Chrissy. Me, too. I feel like we've
1: only been talking for five
0: minutes. Is there anything you want to? What are some of the podcasts that you're listening to right now? Like, what is some of the, or like, a book or something? Do you have your phone with you? Like, do you? You know, I do have my phone listen, with you. Me. I mean, what are some of the podcasts that you've been listening to? All right. To? Let
1: me, that's actually a good idea. I should look because I'm terrible at remembering. Because listeners
0: are always like, oh, what's some new podcasts? What's podcast? some good
1: podcasts? Okay. Okay. 99% Invisible, which is basically all about UX design. It's phenomenal. Aaron Mankey's Cabinet of Curiosities, American Hysteria. And that's why we drink. I'm just listing them off for sure. you guys. Beautiful stories from anonymous people. Beyond Bourbon Street and Insider's Guide to New Orleans. Who's our friend Mark? Mark uh, you really awesome. subscribed to that one. Oh yeah, yeah I am. Just kidding.
0: kidding.
1: <laughs> the Bill Burt podcast.
0: And I introduced you to that.
1: You did, and I am so grateful for that. That's you good, actually.
0: That's a good. It's a good podcast. It's
1: a good, and you, you Chris, actually introduced me to most of the comedy
0: podcasts that i listen to which is funny being the fact that you were a comedian
1: because the thing is i love to create comedy and i do love to ingest it but i love it as an art form i don't necessarily love the comedians themselves all the time
0: because they're they could be jerks
1: (laughs) well they're i mean we're assholes why do you think broken people are comedians (laughs) then you know so i'm trying not to be broken anyway so I have so many, but I'm also going to say anything by Wondery, oh my gosh. They, they
0: do a good job.
1: What they do so good. And brought to you by, which used to be household names. Okay. They tell you like, there's one of them's like the story of Donald Trump and Domino's, right? And how they kind of saved each other back in the 80s or whatever. How he did the advertisement for Domino's and the whole backstory. Yeah. Fa- just, you know, fascinating stuff. Criminal. Oh, there's so much stuff. I can't even. I have so many. I have so many. Those are a few. <laughs> I think I have like at least, at least 20 to 30 more.
0: What are you looking forward to over the next few months in general? Anything you're looking that's, you know, helping hmm. get through this dark time?
1: You know what? To be honest, um, I don't consider this a dark time. I am really, really grateful. And sometimes I have guilt about this time because you know how you're always when life was a little bit crazy we're like, oh my gosh, I wish everything would just stop for one minute. Yeah. Right. And I was feeling like that to the extent where I was going to lose my mind. And then this happened. So part of me feels like, oh, what did I do? We were able
0: to slow down a little bit.
1: Yeah. But the thing is, like, I'm so happy to be home and to be around you and the kids and actually spend time with family and watch the kids grow up because I'm working all the time. And that's something that I've been missing until now. And And so I'm just really grateful for it. It makes me very fulfilled.
0: I mean, that's like a nice chunk of time. It's like four months. It's
1: it's like it's like if we lived in Sweden and I had a baby. <laughs> like actual maternity leave, you know? It's been nice. It's, it's been, been nice. really really nice. And
0: yeah. While we're on that note, I want to publicly say thank you for co-hosting this podcast with me. It's Aww. it's really been the highlight of my life.
1: Um Well, thanks for letting me.
0: Yeah, you're very welcome.
1: I know that I'm kind of a handful.
0: No. And I, I mean,
1: appreciate you.
0: This podcast wouldn't be Alive if it wasn't for you. Oh. I, I know that without a shadow of a doubt. So thank you for Thanks, thank P. you for being part of this podcast.
1: It is one of my best favorite things ever.
0: We normally also talk Salt Lake City with people. I don't know if you have any like, uh, well, we talked kind of some of your favorite spots that you mm-hmm. at the beginning for, for uh, your work. I mean, I don't know if you yep, have anything food, else, food. any other rec- Salt Lake City recommendations.
1: You know, I don't have recommendations specifically, but I have things that I really want to do Eventually. Okay. And that is Ghost Hunt around Salt Lake City. Okay. I would love, well, I would have loved to break into what's the place that got torn down?
0: It was right by the, my office. There's a lot of places. <laughs> the, oh, um, uh, uh, my Zephyr Club. Zephyr, the Zephyr, yeah, Club. Zephyr Club. I
1: would have loved to break into the Zephyr Club and poke around.
0: Well, oh, I just heard that place was full of hobos.
1: Oh, I'm sure it was. Yeah. But I mean, I there. still want to go check it out. I want to find ghosts. Let's go find ghosts.
0: Would you change anything about Salt Lake City?
1: You know what? I wouldn't. I know that's silly. And no. I know that's like, oh, these laws are this and then whatever. Uh, air quality. I maybe think, I think be you'd like thing. to be
0: able to buy your liquor at a regular grocery store. That would be nice, right? Uh,
1: it would be nice, but I really don't care that yeah, it's much. It's not that big a deal. Like, uh, it's not that hard. People who make a big deal out of it kind of confuse me. Yeah. You know, I mean, sure. It would be nice to do it in one. Like, let's go to Smith's and get everything. But it's not uh, ruining my life in any way. So I would say air quality. Okay. But I mean, I like Utah. It has its charm because of its quirks.
0: I want you to leave the listeners with a motto or a piece of life advice. You normally ask this on uh, every episode. I don't even know what episode we started doing that in. I don't know uh, either,
1: but I want to apologize to everyone because it's kind of a mean question. It's a very difficult question to throw at someone. It is. Being on the receiving end of it, very different. (laughs) But um, I think the biggest thing that I would like to leave with people is go live. Even if we don't just let's let's imagine that reincarnation is real and we're going to have multiple lives and we do all these amazing things. Even if that's true. Enjoy this one. If you want to do something, go do it. If you want to explore something, go explore it because you just don't know. Just try it. That's all. That's all I ask of you.
0: All right. I want to thank Chrissy for sitting down with me and recording this conversation. It took quite a few weeks to get her to sit down with me. I was twisting her arm for a while. She she was stubborn. I'm stubborn.
1: I don't really like to she, talk about she myself. She didn't
0: want to do it, but I thought, hey, let's do it, especially with everything going on uh, with not doing in-studio uh, recordings right now. It was perfect. It was a perfect timing. So hopefully you enjoyed that conversation. Links for any of the websites or podcasts that we mentioned in this episode can be found at imsaltlake.com slash four thirty four that's for episode four hundred and thirty four
1: and it's that time of the podcast now where we get to give our weekly recommendations to you. This is something that we've either just recently discovered or something we've been enjoying for a while or enjoying a little too much. So I'm going to go first if that's okay absolutely because I'm very special today. Uh, so, OK, I really, really want to recommend the latest, not the latest episode, but the most current with Patton Oswald episode of Joe Rogan. It was done via, via Skype or Zoom or whatever. And initially I thought I wasn't going to like it because the, the sound quality wasn't great, right? Like we're all kind of trying to make do with what we can right now. But the conversation was phenomenal. One of the
0: best conversations I've heard in forever. And you totally have to go check it out. I still haven't listened to that one, but it's it's in my podcast queue. I'm going to check it out. My recommendation, I'm about halfway through uh, the book, The Power of Positive Thinking by Norman Vincent Peale. Now, I know this sounds lame, probably. What's this guy doing recommending this book on uh, I Am Salt Lake? But listen, I mean... It is amazing, especially right now, Chrissy, with, mm-hmm. with everything going on in the world. It's hard to find good news right now, right? And a
1: lot of us are struggling mentally.
0: And so I think it's so important. I know for myself the how we think and what we think about. And uh, this book's giving me a little bit of insight and a little bit of uh, guidance in that. And so I just want to recommend it to others.
1: And like positive thinking is something that should be enjoyed by everyone. Exactly. It's a wonderful it idea. It makes life better. It, it does. Ma- it does. It does. <laughs> <laughs> it really does. All right. Just in case you didn't know. And don't forget, you can access the entire back catalog of the I am Salt Lake Podcast at Iamsaltlake.com. I'm sure there's an episode that you haven't heard yet or that you haven't shared yet. Also, feel free to reach out to Chris or myself to say hello. We would love to hear from you. You can reach me directly at Chrissy K R I S S-I-E at Iamsaltlake.com or reach Chris
0: directly at Chris at Iamsaltlake.com. Alright, you guys have a great week. Have a happy Memorial Day. Get out and enjoy the city if possible support local especially right now really guys get out there and support local and we'll see you next week on the next episode of i am salt lake podcast
1: and good night grammy